Hey, 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 welcome back for another episode of The Confident Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Thompson, but I'm also the executive director and founder of Self Love Beauty, a nonprofit that promotes confidence for all generations. And I'm the co-founder of Blue Wave Wellbeing, a company that integrates play into workplace DNA. My vision is to create a world where everyone is empowered to love themselves and achieve anything that they desire. I truly want people to have confidence, feel supported, and have a community that wraps their arms around them. And that is exactly why we are here and what we are for you. We are here to teach you tools and skills and to hear from other people's stories so that you gain confidence and have more of a self-loving journey. So this podcast is your go-to for learning ways to be more confident, fearless, and self-loving. So come along on this journey with me. Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of The Confident Girl. I am your host, Lisa Thompson, the executive director and founder of Self Love Beauty and the co-founder of Blue Wave Wellbeing. Super pumped to be back for another episode. Um, These last two weeks, I have been solo, giving you guys some tips on your confidence, giving you some tips on... Um, you know, your struggles and how to get through them, but also being very realistic of where I am with my own story and my own struggles during COVID-19. Well, I have good news. I'm finally on vacation. Um, It's really, really nice to be um, in Traverse City, Michigan for a few days um, with some of my girlfriends. It's something that we talked about probably a month ago. Um, Libby and I, I've talked about Libby a lot on this show. Um, just about how we love adventure and we were needing one day to get some photos done and one of my best friends offered up her um, specialty of being a professional photographer on the side for me all the time. And so we started talking about how we all needed to just get away and have some adventure. So that's what we're doing right now. So I thought um, I should bring them on on this podcast and just kind of have a conversation about the crazy lives that we've had over the last couple of years and, you know, really our journey. So all of us have changed jobs probably in the last five years, all taken pay cuts of some sort, but I can honestly say that I think all of us would all agree that we are more happier than we've ever been with our lives, especially through all of the trials and tribulations. So I'm going to have Libby go first to kind of set the tone. So Libby, like, how has that transformed for you? So I kind of just spoke, you know, you've changed jobs. You've, you've had a lot of changes in your life, you know. Um, how are you feeling now? Well, I guess take us back to that moment to now and kind of the transformations that you've had in yourself. Yeah. So I spent my career um, in corporate HR uh, working specifically for startups and just totally bought into the hustle and the bustle and the grind and really my my life was literally about work like if it was a networking event I was going to it was working long hours it was doing something to further my like development in the space to work my way up the corporate chain like I was just literally so dedicated to my career and I eventually just burned out physically like I literally got sick and so it took some really deep soul searching and uh, working with a coach and going through my own healing journey to really realize that like I was being called to do a different type of work but there were all of these fears and limiting beliefs that were keeping me back from that and so you know after really kind of getting to the point of 
it's kind of like my the lowest point that I would say that I had, I ever was at. I finally just said enough is enough. Like I'm committing to myself and I know that my life is worth more than what I'm doing. So I quit the corporate world and now obviously co-founder with you of Blue Way Wellbeing and doing mindset coaching on the side and other HR consulting over the years. And I would say that now that plunge brought so much fear and anxiety at the time, but I am the happiest I've ever been. I mean, we're like literally working remotely right now in one of the most beautiful cities um, in the country and in our state. And it's just amazing that I have the flexibility to do that. So it it has just, I just feel so free. I think that's one of the things that comes to mind when I think about the major things I've experienced in this change is just so much freedom in my life, which is what I was always yearning for, but didn't have in my past career. Awesome. Yeah. And I, and you, and I think we've talked a lot and I've talked a little bit on this podcast, just about that whole transformation about taking that deep breath in, feeling your heart really pounding when you're making hard decisions, and then looking back years later and being like, thank goodness I made that, because if I would have been scared in that moment, I'd still be, I guess I can't, it's like kind of the word trapped in a sense. You're using the word free now, so it's like you finally Mm -hmm. freed yourself um, to live the life that you wanted. And Alyssa, you have kind of a different story because you work in a completely different field than Libby. Um, So you just kind of want to take us to where you were a couple years ago. And I mean, you know, you went through a lot. It wasn't just a change in a career either. Um, So just kind of take us through that to where you are now. Okay. So um, instead of taking you back a couple years, I'll take you back to kind of my high school years of when I was picking. Um, my career field and I decided on speech language pathology and um, I felt like I kind of was not the norm but rather kind of the person that went to college doing exactly what I wanted to do and somehow ended college doing exactly that. I never um, switched majors or anything. It was just I picked that and I stuck with it and um, kind of fell in love with it as I was taking classes and um, it was a very competitive program so I felt like I just kind of dove right in and tried my hardest and gave it my all. I always knew that I wanted to work with kids in a school someday, Um, but for some reason I just didn't want to be a teacher. I wanted to work kind of in a different context from that. Um, When I was graduating, I remember saying that the two things that I did not want to do were work in a hospital and work with autism because they both just, I felt like I didn't know enough about either of them. Um, The hospital just kind of freaked me out at the time. Um, but I did, I loved kids and I did actually end up love working with adults. One of my internships ended up being an adult internship in a nursing home. Um, so I was kind of applying for jobs all over the country. Um, I had a college boyfriend at the time. We had talked about maybe moving. Um, and the very first job that I applied for was right near my hometown. And I was like, I, this will be my practice run. So I filled out the application. I somehow ended up getting the job and just deciding like, you know, I'm going to stay here and just kind of start here in my career. And so that's what I did. And I absolutely loved every minute of it. And it ended up being in acute care and with autism somehow. So never say never, whenever I talk to people who are in college or maybe earlier in their career, I kind of tell them like, don't rule anything out. If there's actually, if there's anything you think that you definitely don't want to do, maybe just try it because you might end up liking it. Um, So I absolutely loved my job and it was not not what I was thinking I would ever work, I guess, in terms of, well, the population and also a schedule. I was working four 10-hour days and um, every other weekend and things like that, which was fine at first, but um, just some of the pressures, not necessarily with the population I was working with, but mostly just kind of with 
how that system was running and things like that, I don't think I realized was stressing me out. I was also um, dating a different guy at the time and then kind of had just a bummer of a breakup and thought that I was stressed out from that, but kind of I think later realized that my job was also stressing me out maybe more than I thought I was. it was. And um, there was a small group of us speech pathologists at that setting and it was very strange how we were all starting to have the very similar health problems like, um, just kind of like anxiety type things happening that was manifesting itself in other ways. Um, and by the time we were a very close knit group, and by the time we kind of had all brought it up, it was like, wow, we're all experiencing these same symptoms. How strange. <laughs> um, since then, we've all left. Um, I so I at the time I was like, I'm just gonna kind of take a leap and look for something else and just see what else is out there. I didn't necessarily have intentions of moving anytime soon. Um, and Fortunately, somehow this job at a school came up in my area. I didn't think I was really ready to make the jump to a school at the time. It's less hours, less um, weeks of work during the school year, so obviously it means less money. Um, so at the time, it was just like, you know, I love to like, travel and shop and all these things. I'm not really sure I'm ready to take a pay cut yet. Um, but somehow, I just um, I interviewed, and everything fell into place, and I'm now uh, working in the schools and absolutely loving it. I make... Like you said, I make less money, but I just um, I'm super happy with where life has brought me. And I find myself with you guys here on a Thursday in Traverse City in the summertime <laughs> because I can. Yes, so, yes. Um, it's just, it's funny how life goes. And um, I'm just happy to be here and happy with the decisions that I've made. And um, yeah. Awesome. And, you know, I'm going to talk a little second about, you know, when you took that job with the school districts. Um, you had to fight a little bit of negotiation with your um, with your pay too, and one thing that I always thought was so commending of you and with your confidence, and you know we talk a lot about confidence on here, is that you fought for what you deserved, you know. And I think so many times when we're stressed and when we're anxiety, we just want out of a situation, and we're like, okay, we'll take this. And like you, you were in a good spot. Where you're like, I can handle this. Like I, I have nothing to lose. And I think regardless if you feel in your head like, well, I have everything to lose, I just need a job, it's like, but you also have um, to be confident in yourself and know that you're worthy mm-hmm. of things too. And I think we all went probably through that ups and downs too of our worth through all of this too of what do we want to do? Are we worthy? You know, I've had a completely different type of style of work now. Libby, you do too. And you have mm-hmm. to not be scared you know you have to I mean you're working with kids a whole different area and so it's like you have to know your worth through all of that um and I'm gonna share our ages for a second on the on the podcast but um Melissa's 29 I'm 30 and Libby's 34 and we are all single yes we are date or you guys are dating (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) well oh yeah I shouldn't say that okay they're not single, but they're not married. That's what I meant to say. They're not married. None of us are married. Uh, but I share that to say that I think if we would have taken us back to when we were 21, you know, we all thought we would have been way, way sooner. And we've learned so much about ourselves and have got to a different point in our lives and stuff. And we talk about kids and we like, we all want the marriage thing. We all want these things for ourselves. But I think to that point, it shows that transitions in life it's okay if things don't work out. So obviously you guys have had things not work out in your lives where things have gotten better. So can one of you guys or both of you share a time when like things didn't work out, but they turned out for the better? Because I think sometimes 
when we're in those moments, we think we're alone. We think we're the only ones. We don't have confidence to get out of it. We don't even know how to get out of those things. And I'm talking any spectrum of life. Well, I mean, I would say that I think the process of actually putting in my notice, like leading up to that point, like I didn't think that I would be able to do it. There was all of this conditioning around you have to work in the corporate world to make money. You have to have benefits. You have to be working for somebody that will provide a 401k for you. So I think for me, like even getting to the point of like, I can do this, I can live differently. I can make a similar wage and have similar benefits by working for myself, um, which I didn't even know I was gonna do at the time. I didn't really have a plan. It was just, let's kind of figure this out. And what happened when I put in my notice to my boss, it was a really emotional conversation because I had helped them build a business. I was their first HR person and we had an amazing relationship. And what happened is that I went into this meeting with so much fear and I ended up walking out with so many options. That the option to take three months off and just take a sabbatical and come back. It was, um, you know, I won't even list any of the other ones. I think that's the most important one because they're pretty personal. Um, but I ended up uh, a couple months later still working for that employer but on a consulting basis. And the hourly wage that I was making was more than what I was making when I was actually full time. And so I think when you take a leap of faith and you take a chance because there's like this deep yearning in your heart to go in a certain direction, like God just opens up these amazing doors for you that like makes a situation unfold in the most magical way that you couldn't even have ever dreamed up. So I think that my lesson has always been that when I'm in a space where, yes, there's a lot of turmoil and inner critic and limiting beliefs in the mind, the the, th the thing for me is that I kept getting pulled back to like, I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to quit. But then I was miserable. And then these things were happening that were little signs and synchronicities of like, no, we're pushing in you in another direction. Just believe in yourself. And every time that happened, I would say, okay, like this is the right path. And I usually play with, you know, universe, God, whatever you want to call it, like three times. I'm like, okay, well you showed me, but I'm really not believing in it yet. So if you show me again, <laughs> that'll help reinstill this belief that I'm supposed to do this. So I just really have honestly learned to just trust that my heart is my guidance. It's my mm -hmm. compass. And if my heart is leading me in a certain direction where there is fear involved, that's probably right where I'm supposed to be. So it's a growth opportunity. So I think in saying that, um, as simple as putting in your notice to take a, a huge plunge in your career um, is scary for a lot totally. of us. I, I had deep conditioning around what, um, how to live this American dream that people had portrayed to me, which is what I wanted when deep down that was not what I wanted. Um, and so I had to figure that out for myself though. Yep. Totally. So, what about you, Alyssa? Can you restate the initial question? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Basically like, so we obviously had a lot of obstacles in our lives. We had a lot of um, changes that we had to make and in those moments it's hard mm -hmm. and but people always see the light at the end of the tunnel we or see us now but they don't know the turmoil that we yeah. had to to go to make those decisions and stuff so like take us back to those so you and I Lisa were talking the other day about um, our career journey I guess I'll call it so I'll kind of talk about it from two perspectives maybe yeah that and kind of a love life perspective yeah um, in terms of career I feel like you and I have talked that we both we have gotten where we are now because of what we did. So I never want to look back yeah. and say, you know, I worked this awful job or anything when that certainly mm -hmm. wasn't the case. I absolutely loved my job and I learned a ton and I felt like the company that I worked for provided me with 
tons of knowledge and, and skills and the financial means to do things that I never would have been able to do. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm super happy that I did it when I first was starting there. It was kind of like, wow, I see myself here for a long time, if not my entire career. And it's just funny how you kind of get to a different place in life where it's like, wow, maybe there are other things out there for me or, you know, something was just kind of like tugging at my heartstring to do something else. Um, and so that's kind of what brought me over there. Um, from a, a love life perspective, when I was dating my college boyfriend, um, I was, I went to grad school, so I was 20, I don't know, 24 maybe at the time when I was finally getting out of school and most of my friends had already kind of started their careers. Um, my two best friends had just gotten married in the two recent years and most everybody was engaged and getting married and I had this awesome guy and it was just kind of like, that's the next step. That's what I'm supposed to do. That's like what, just where I'm supposed to be because that's what the world's telling me and that's what all my friends are doing. And I kind of just had this um, realization of, not that that's not what I wanted, but it just wasn't the person that I wanted it with. And I, I don't think I really knew that until I kind of opened my mind to other things. And um, once I made that decision of, you know, I, there's other things that I want to do, I think, as a single person. I don't think I'm ready for this yet. Um, that definitely opened a lot more doors for me than um, just kind of settling for what I thought I needed to do. And now looking back on that, I just kind of feel fortunate. And as a Christian person, I feel like God just kind of chose me to live a different life than all of my close friends at the time. And what's amazing is all of my close friends then are still here now. And we still um, have great relationships with one another. I'm still involved with their families and still see them. And I've made amazing new friends and um, have had the opportunity to travel and just do really some really great things. And I have really great memories through that time that I just I never thought that that was going to be an option for me. So yeah. um, that was just kind of a good realization to have early in my 20s. Yeah, and I also think it's like both of all three of us are twists and turns. Um, we didn't want all of them. Like it's not, I, I, can't, I can't say looking back that I had chosen some of the paths that like I was given. Like some things are just out of your control. But I look back and thank God every day that that actually happened because it leads you to other things. So, And I wanted them to share that, and I share that for myself as well, is because so many of us in the moment think, why is this happening to me? Why are all these things happening? I'm never going to get through all these things. But when you do, um, it's very awesome to see basically the gold at the end of the rainbow, I like to say. And also, too, I, I think... Another point is, is I talk a lot on the podcast about having confidence in yourself, but also having a support system. And I know that that is not easy for everybody, but they always say that you're like the five people that you spend the most time with. And so um, I'm on an adventure with two awesome people right now. So I'm clearly doing a good job at picking the people, but that wasn't always the case. I think we've all had like people that weren't the best for us, but as we grew, we had to find those people that were supportive. Um, especially when you're going through transitions in your life. When I was going through my own, it really took everything in me to get through things. And I, I love my life, but it's not still always easy. I still have my bad days. And I know Libby and Alyssa would probably totally attest to that, is we still have our bad days, but now we've come to a point in our lives where we're like, okay, we've been on these journeys for so long. We've done so many things. We know how to get through it, just is not going to be easy. Um, and so I guess, you know, last question for you guys is, you know, you guys are two amazing women just going through kind of similar situations in life, but also live very different lives too. And so 
Um, what advice would you give to anybody right now, no matter what their age is, not just 20, not just 30, you know, 40 and above too, um, on just being, staying true to themselves? Staying true to themselves. Do you have an answer? That's a toughie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't know, I just have so many potential ideas, but what I'm reading is just like what you and I are doing, Lisa, is well-being. Is that right now, all of us are experiencing extremely challenging times in some regards. And they're all different life experiences. And there's a lot of things happening in the world right now that we can't control. Um, and people come into our life and we can't control their decisions, you know, on a personal level. But if we take care of our well-being, and this is not just physical health, this is mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health, um, if we can take care of all of these pillars of well-being, we will thrive in life. And in order to do that, it takes intention, and it takes mindfully crafting your day and your life to fit in the things that are important for you and that bring meaning and bring you joy and happiness. And we have to do that for ourselves right now. And more than ever, I think a lot of people think that it's selfish to make that time for themselves, but this is the best thing that we can do for ourselves, especially now. And so I would just say whatever like pulls your heartstrings or just makes you feel so joyful, and whether that's people you're around or uh, dancing in the car or like going on an adventure with your friends, having a picnic, whatever that means for you, take that and do more of that. And once you start experiencing like more joy and happiness and fulfillment, it's life changing because you see more beauty in life. Life kind of unfolds in the most magical way when we're just kind of like flowing with life and not taking that, creating constriction and making life a struggle. Um, it's not fun. And I don't believe that's why we're here. It's our birthright to be able to experience vibrant health and to thrive. And so at any age, we can start to cultivate this mindset of focusing on well-being in order to experience everything that we want to desire. We craft that. Nobody crafts that for, yeah. that for us. So yeah, just focus on your well-being. Lisa has tons of amazing tips. <laughs> Hell yeah. And you know, <laughs> if you need help, there's so many resources out there that you could use. Yeah. What about you? Um... I guess I just kind of take it from my experience through the last several years. I felt like um, when I graduated and broke up with who I thought was going to be my forever, I felt like I started from scratch and I moved to a town where I didn't know anybody. And um, kind of like what Libby said, I just felt like I kind of developed this um, lifestyle where I was just very intentional about how I spent my time. And I kind of started over with what what are my hobbies? What do I like to do? You know, it's like when people ask you that sometimes it's just like, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm with my friends and family. Like, what do I like to do? Um, and so I spent a lot of alone time. That was something that was really important to me is that I felt like it's truly very important in life to be able to spend time with yourself and be happy with yourself before you're going to be happy with anybody else. Um, and so I kind of felt like I spent a lot of time doing that and I would advise anybody to, if they have, um, some time even just here and there it doesn't have to be a lot of time but just to kind of figure out what it is that makes you happy um, I feel like it will give you the ability to show up and be present for everybody else in your life and to kind of bring joy to them um, I also think especially now that we're kind of in these COVID times um, once you 
kind of develop that, it's, it's never going to be like an end of your journey. It's going to be a continuation of that journey. And I would say that I'm a little bit of a perfectionist at times, which I'm trying. I'm continuing to try <laughs> to um, just work through. And I, I'm getting to a better place where, um, you know, your life is never going to be perfect. Things are never going to go perfectly. But I think as long as you can get to a place where you can just accept things as they come, um, and still kind of have joy in life, even if things don't make you happy, if that makes any sense at all. Um, I think that that's just a really important life lesson to learn and some a piece of advice that I'd give to somebody else. Yeah, and I think all three of us have spent a lot of alone time by ourselves. And I, But the thing is, it's because we've, we've learned to love ourselves. Like back to self-love, back to confidence. Like you have to start with yourself. You have to be intentional. You have to have awareness of what you want and who you are. So thanks, ladies, for joining today. It was awesome. Um, and we are going to head out for our own adventure um, here in a minute. So thank you for tuning in today and continue to spread love and kindness to anybody that you meet and know that you are not alone on your journey. Um, there's many of us out here who are on this journey with you. And here um, I am always here to help in any way that I can. So make sure to check out the description on this podcast to learn more about ways that you can get in contact with me. And I look forward to hearing from everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you receive many tools, resources, and ways to reflect on your self-love and confidence journey. I want you to be more brave, have more resiliency, be stronger, and ultimately thrive along this journey. And we want to be part of that for you. Remember, this is a community that wants to wrap their arms around you for you to feel supported and to gain confidence in so many areas of your life. So please reach out to me at info at selflovebeauty.com to share more about yourself, your story, comment on the podcast, and or if you need any, any other information or advice from me. And thank you again for listening and let's continue to grow to be the best versions of ourselves. Thank you.